So I think it was Thursday of this week, I got forwarded an article about a potential double spend attack on Bitcoin for a $21 transaction. And I was spooked because if this was real, that would be very bad for the integrity of Bitcoin. And it wasn't real. It wasn't a real double spend attack. But nonetheless, I thought it would be worthwhile just re-educating myself on what double spend attacks are. So a double spend attack is when someone uses the same Bitcoin to purchase two different things, uses the same Bitcoin in two different transactions. And it's important to recognize that this can't happen in what we would call the real world. If I take $5 and I go to a coffee shop and I exchange that $5 for a coffee, I cannot then take that same $5 and buy a different cup of coffee at a different coffee shop. The $5 is no longer mine. I have turned over that digital asset. Excuse me, that physical asset. Now, if we're going to talk about digital assets, let's say I went to that same coffee shop and I used my debit card or a credit card to go ahead and buy a cup of coffee. In that case, I haven't actually exchanged anything. I can use that same debit or credit card to buy another cup of coffee at another place. What we are doing then is either trusting a third party, the bank, or the credit card processor to recognize the validity of both of those transactions and take a certain amount of money from my account and put it in their account. So in the digital realm, we supposedly need third parties to prevent against double spend attacks. When it comes to Bitcoin in crypto, it's important to recognize that digital assets like a Bitcoin are easily copied. It's very easy to make a copy of a Bitcoin. And so it's very easy to spend the same amount of a digital asset at two different places with two different transactions. Bitcoin exists to prevent double spend attacks in the digital payment space without the need for a trusted third party like a bank or a credit card processor. So how exactly do they do that? And before we get into how they do that, it's, it's probably a good place to start to recognize how this could happen. So the way that someone could do a double spend attack on Bitcoin is they could exchange some Bitcoin for a service, right? They are a buyer and there is a seller. So they go ahead and they make that transaction and the seller releases a good in exchange for that Bitcoin. Now, let's say that that same person uses that same Bitcoin or a copy of it to make another transaction, maybe even to send it to themselves. If that seller has gone ahead and actually given up whatever the buyer wanted in exchange for Bitcoin, and then the attacker, the fraudster, is able to make the second chain, the fork of the blockchain, which includes the second transaction, if they are able to make that chain longer, then they can have that second transaction be valid while at the same time receiving the good that they got from the seller, but then that first transaction would become invalid. So they've won. The fraudster has won. They have successfully spent Bitcoin two times, but they were able to get what they wanted from the seller without that seller receiving their payment. This would obviously be very bad for the Bitcoin network. It would very much decrease the integrity and therefore the value 
of Bitcoin. So the way that Bitcoin prevents against this is through a chronological blockchain. So from the perspective of Bitcoin, you have the miners that are validating the transactions and the nodes that are sending confirmations for those transactions by adding things to the blockchain. And these nodes, the honest nodes, are going to say that the earliest transaction is the one that counts. Every single transaction has a timestamp and they're gonna say, okay, whatever time this Bitcoin was spent, the earliest transaction that this Bitcoin was spent, that is the valid one. So in the case of our you know, attacker nodes, if the first transaction went through and it was earliest, that would be valid. And then any subsequent transactions that include a copy of that Bitcoin would become invalid. And so that's how double spend attacks are prevented. It's important to recognize though that this can still be circumvented if 51% of the nodes on the Bitcoin network are colluding together to attack and defraud the network. Because what they can do, even with a chronological blockchain, is they can make a fork of the blockchain that includes the fraudulent second transaction. They can work together to make that one longer than the real, true blockchain and in so doing defraud the network. It's important to recognize though that anyone who is invested in Bitcoin, anyone who owns Bitcoin, anyone who wants to see Bitcoin succeed would never do this because they're hurting themselves by defrauding the network. The only entities that would actually go through with something like this are probably state actors like a China or a Russia, probably not the United States, probably a China or a Russia or a Brazil or an India or a North Korea who want to see Bitcoin fail. What they would have to do though is they would have to put together so many resources as to become 51% of the Bitcoin network. The fact that Bitcoin is so decentralized, the fact that it is global makes this very hard to do and it would also be quite obvious if some entity were pooling all of these resources. So it is unlikely but not impossible. And the last kind of safe haven that the Bitcoin network has is that sellers need to wait for confirmations. Let's say there was a successful 51% attack by a nation state that wanted to defraud and destroy Bitcoin. Well, that original seller that we've been talking about, if they continue to wait for confirmations, if they wait for more than just one, what they'll recognize is that They've gotten one confirmation on the original blockchain, but then there was this fork. And so all of these subsequent confirmations are happening on this fork with the second with the second transaction. And what that means is that there are now no nodes that are confirming more than once the original transaction. And so if that seller is going to say, hey, I'm going to wait for, you know, five, six transactions and they never come, then they know to never release the good. And in that case, the fraudsters will have basically done nothing. They've spent Bitcoin twice, but they haven't gotten anything for it. And so they would be able to you know, create a separate chain, but the honest nodes could always come back to that original chain so long as the seller didn't go ahead and release the goods before receiving more confirmations. And then the blockchain could just go ahead and continue on with the original fork. So that's the way I understand it. Double spend attacks are 
something that have happened on Bitcoin before. I remember when I was doing research for this episode, I read that in 2013, there was some type of platform called Bitcoin or Bitcoin Dice, and they were able to successfully defraud the Bitcoin network because the seller waited for only zero confirmations. They just went ahead and gave it away. So Bitcoin has never been successfully defrauded with a double spend attack if the seller waits for multiple confirmations. And so that's that.